Welcome back to the Upper Tier Podcast, the football podcast we bring you each and every week on the Dynamo Podcast Network. Head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe and bell notification button. As you can see from the background and the jerseys and the main man who is on, our European agent Craig, this is an episode of the Shankly Sessions. We are going to preview the big game for Saturday evening, Norwich versus Liverpool. Craig, how are you doing, my man? Very good, Noel. Uh, very happy that the Premier League is back. You know, it did feel like so long, but thankfully we had the Euros to kind of ease the pain a bit. Yes. And the uh, Premier League is nearly upon us, and it's great, you know, get the fans back in. And for us, you know, that extra kind of incentive of hopefully having more of a full team back together as well, which is a massive bonus. Unluckily yeah. for Andy Robertson, not so much, but as a whole, it's more complete, you would say. Like, yeah. Um, well, to say that we're 24 hours and one hour away from the kickoff from the new Premier League yes. season is very, <laughs> very exciting. And I know for me and you, come on, Brentford, let's do this. Um, it's going yeah, to be ringing I mean, out tomorrow. Not even to have a go at Arsenal, but, uh, I think Brentford could surprise a lot of people, you know, with the style of play. And on a Friday night to open the Premier League, you know as much as I do, it does never go to plan the Premier League. You, you can never say it's a given or... Yeah. You know what I mean? New stadium, yeah. Arsenal, not in the greatest. The Knicks, so you know, Brentford, I think, will be up for and you know, all credit and good luck to them for the season. Yeah. You know? It's exactly us having a go at Arsenal. <laughs> Come on, Brentford. Anyway, let's get yeah, into our Ivan preview. Tony. Yeah, let's get Ivan into our Tony. yeah, absolutely. First scorer, absolutely. Let's get into our game anyway and not be worrying about the uh, the guys that yes. make up the numbers, right. Um, Carroll exactly. Road obviously a hard place to go Carroll Road a bit of a fortress for Norwich yeah. over the years and we've had some success there but we've also had some blinding scorelines yeah um, it was a 6-5 remember Lalana bleeding hell yeah like no disrespect to Norwich but like 6-5 you know very flattering for them against Liverpool you know what I mean <laughs> Jesus Christ, like, um, you know, they'll have the fans back, you know, they're at the coming up again from a bit of a yo-yo stint in the league. They've stuck with Daniel Farke, who they believe is the right man for the job. I don't believe he's a bad manager at all, but they have done some signings, obviously, outside of the Premier League this time. Mm. They brought Buendia be a massive loss for the club. Massive. Yeah. Nearly, you know, it's like a talisman. It's like a star man. And for Norwich, they are very few and far between with the kind of club that they are and the size that they are and coming up from the championship. You can want to hold on to your assets coming up, you know, to give yourself any chance, really. But yeah. there is light at the end of the tunnel. I think um, Billy Gilmore is an outstanding signing, albeit a long deal, but he's going to play, obviously, every, every week, you'd imagine. And I think, you know, he's already shown so much maturity in his game. I'm Chelsea that he probably feels completely ready to help Todd Cantwell a bit of rumours around his you know is he gone Villa were you know spotting an eye on him and stuff and he's a very good player I think is his eye going to turn or is he going to say look I'll play the season now with Norwich and give them everything that I can the thing mark for Norwich is again probably like the Pookie come up and score but can you do it over a consistent basis or will you filter out again after a little bit of a spell, which is no good to a team coming up in the championship? You know, they need it all the way through or at least, you know, good portions of the league, you know. Mm. Um, bringing in two players from Werder Bremen, Emilio Rashica, very much a playmaker, kind of goal assists, kind of creator. You know, 
he's been linked with Europe many times around Europe from Werder Bremen never happened gonna try his hand in the Premier League you know that could go well for him we don't know you know yeah we don't know how it's gonna play out for Premier League like and Josh Sargent who doesn't have the best goal scoring record USA international after Werder Bremen have Norwich seen some potential have they seen something that other clubs might have said you know maybe Bremen isn't the the style for him or the suitability for him or the league isn't for him it could be the Premier League we don't know this could be the platform that these players can go hand in hand with Norwich and help we don't know I think Billy Gilmore are very excited to see him you know playing weekend yeah um, I think I looked at the pre-season um, mm. and when I was looking at their pre-season um, it wasn't overly flattering really and um, when they did step up against the likes of Newcastle they got stuffed um, their pre-season they won 1-0 against Lincoln they won 2-0 against Huddersfield and 5-0 against Gillingham and then they should they be doing that wouldn't you expect anyway you know that kind of way <laughs> Yeah, but I would have thought with moving into the Premier League, I would have thought that pre-season, they would have upped the standard maybe of their pre-season yeah. games maybe, you know what I mean? They should have maybe had like one or two and then brought it up a notch, you know, to get that kind of level, you yeah. know. Yeah. Looking at our own pre-season, obviously 1-0 against Mans, uh, 4-3, we lost against uh, Hertha Berlin, and then one all against uh, Bilbao and 3-1 against Osasuna. Uh, so we, we had a much better level, if you like, of yeah. pre-season quality. Um, and we also embedded, um, you know, it's great. It's a bonus that Virgil's been getting some minutes. Joe has been getting some minutes. Konate looks like he's there longer than than this kind of window. I think yeah. you'd agree with that as well. Yeah. Looks very much a part of the furniture, having great band with the lads. Yeah. Um, I'm just really, really interested to see what we... Is he going to be able to have that extra yard still? Like, he is a super fit human being, I think. Anyway, you know, super fit. Um, yeah, the one thing I've seen about the preseason was that Simic has got so much time as well, which I think was absolutely vital. Now, looking at Andy Robinson's um, injury. So, um, I'd expect him to slip in there now and lay down a marker. He's looked really impressive in preseason. Um, let, We've seen it with Andy Robertson ourselves, though. Look how long. Klopp does this purposely, you know, he's not going to throw lads into the mix for the sake of it. Like, you know, as long as it takes for the, you know, albeit, I hope Simicus can, you know, push on. And we, instead of kind of saying, oh, we're missing Andy Robertson, that we'd be kind of saying, look, it's Miskus, fair play to him. He's had to come in and doing a job. What we want, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's look at the Norwich lineup, first of all. Um, this may not be the latest lineup, but it's the latest lineup that we had. So I know this information has come true. But obviously, Krill, Aaron's, Hanley, Gibson, uh, Yamalus, McLean, Gilmore, Rashika, Fratic, Cantwell, and Puki. Um, I know you've got some yeah. information there in terms of Cantwell has an ankle injury, I think. Yeah, it's doubtful. And hmm. possibly, I think Rashika and Hanley could, could be at COVID 19. So. You know, when a team is coming up, especially when you're playing one of the big guns, not only do you have to have a bit of luck, but you have to have a really good day and have everyone available. You yeah. know, when we miss a player, you'd probably say, right, we're all right, we'll slip someone else in. As in Andy Robertson, hopefully we can throw some mimicus in there, we'd be all right. Norwich miss a player, 
it's a totally different ball game for them. A key player, you know, can't well be massive miss in the pocket. Mm. Handley at the back, really physical, you know, really strong. Big presence back there, another miss. You know, things like that. For Norwich should be much more noticeable, you would say. Yeah, absolutely. And they wouldn't have the strength and depth either. And then, of course, no. still trying to figure out how they, they play around the fact that Buende is gone as well, you know. It's massive. Like, goals... Like, he, if he stayed there, that could have even been a difference maker. Yeah. You know? Which is what they're hoping, I think, Rashika will be. But, again, he has no experience in this league. That can be either hit or miss. We don't know. Mm. Everyone comes to the Premier League and, you know. Yeah. I had a look at him. Um, I had a quick look at our own line up there. And I know I know, Klopp has done an interview saying that he'd expect uh, Virgil and Gomez to take some part in the game. But the yeah. prob- probable lineup at the moment is Allison, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Simigas, Thiago, Fabinho, Keita, Salah, Firmino and Mane. Um, which is the, quite... midfield, the midfield sounds interesting because I think we could get a bit of fluency if Keita could stay fit mm. and Thiago coming in from the start of the season this time around without the, the COVID and injury. Yeah, I think we could get a bit of a bit of you know joy out of midfield and a bit more going forward mm. if they can stay fit, you know. Yeah, the only the only thing I'm thinking about that predicted lineup, obviously, obviously, um, Jordan isn't in the lineup, um, no, because he's only basically back. You know, he's only back about yeah. a week or so. so we, you know we I mean? expected that, like, you know. But Bobby, Bobby's only back a week as well, so I wonder whether Bobby will start or not, or whether he'll whether he'll favour. Um, Jota or he could favour Ox maybe because Ox has been playing in that false nine all through the preseason yeah. and has looked amazing so I wonder would he throw Ox in especially looking that if the Norwich side is going to be depleted as it is it might be an yeah. opportunity to play a slightly different side have a look at it but still be comfortable within the win maybe um, yeah look, there's no harm in you know tinkering a little bit with mm. the circumstances you know yeah. I'll disrespect to Norwich but we should beat them, I think, anyway, regardless of their depletion. Yeah. But this is an opportunity, as you just said, like Klopp can say, right, you know, I trust you going into the nine there. Show me what you can do. Mm. Go out, give the players a bit of confidence in that position. You know, yeah. maybe grab a goal or an assist and then it, it's all good. You know what I mean? We have another option, hopefully, to look at down the line if needs be. Yeah, show, show me that, that four-week that that four pre-season wasn't just a four-week kind of holiday kind of thing. Which is what I'm hoping to see from Koita. Like I'd like what I'd want them to kick on. Like it's fifty-two million, and nothing of that is being paid back. Let's be realistic. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, do you think he won't start, uh, Konate? Do you think that's it's too early? As in, he doesn't want to throw him into the mixer, and he's happy to go with Matip, and he, he's comfortable enough to start Virgil. Do you think that's the case? I I think he's comfortable. I think he'll want to start Virgil, but I think with Virgil he might only give him a half, depending on how the game is going. Yeah. Um, with Matip, I think he might want to just have a look at Matip in there again. You know what I mean? But I think again, maybe half time if it's comfortable, he might bring Konate on into a comfortable game as of that. Certainly, looking at the video footage your day and looking at, I think it was the Osasuna game. He's so comfortable in possession and stuff like that. There's no panic. He's as laid back as Virgil, which is crazy when you think about and it. He can take the ball, dribble it, and everything. Oh, he's <laughs> able. He's <laughs> able. He's no problem going around players, flashing in real short passes, long passes. That ball he played over the top, I think, for 
I think it was Salah oh, ran on to it. Konate's ball is ridiculous. Like, yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. Like, you know I mean? And having said that, Joel Matip has a brilliant range of passing on him as well. I mean, he's often hit balls front to back. And he's always, he's always cool as well. And he's always cool field. as well, Salah. which is absolutely brilliant for us. So do you think, um, give Firmino 20 minutes towards the end, if you give him a bit of run out? Maybe he's the thinking. Maybe if he doesn't start, or maybe maybe he's looked at him in training, and maybe he's come back really sharp from the Copa America. They did play right till the end of it, so he only really I'm had. Expecting, um, yeah, he only really had a two week break when you think about it, like you know. So maybe he's come back I'm fairly fit. Uh, Sadio to be unleashed again this season. I'm sure that would have hurt him as much as us. I don't know how you would feel. I think you would agree with that. He did an interview. Absolutely rearing the guy. Yeah, he he did an interview the other day saying he cannot wait for the league to start. Yeah. Like it's just because we they, know what he's about, you know. I I think front to back, I think the whole team has a point to prove this year. And I know yeah. some. I know some of the contenders out there, the likes of City fans and Chelsea fans, and even United fans are writing us off at that peril and stuff like that. But these guys coming back, they're like new signings. And remember, if you look at last season, we finished third last season when we were way out of that that situation, and we went on a fantastic yeah, we went on a fantastic run of games with a depleted side. Um, and I I just think these rivals would want to wake up because I don't think they realise the likes of Van Dijk and Gomez, Konate, and players like that, even Simicus coming in, these are like new signings. Um, and and the fact that so many of the players are signing their new contracts these long-term contracts, the spine of the team has been maintained and stuff like that. I think that's absolutely huge and fundamental to the atmosphere and the morale around the club and around the, the group at the moment, which I think is huge. And I think they have a huge point to prove uh, this season. And um, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all, and I've said it on a number of podcasts, I wouldn't be shocked at all if we win the league this year. I think these lads are chomping at the bit to get out there. Like if you can, can tie down their spine, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this Norwich game. I, I, I think if Norwich aren't careful, they could be in for a proper hide this Saturday. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot. Of, um, there's a lot to let out, like a lot of steam and a lot of kind of like you know, mm. you know. I'm sure a lot of the players were looking on at the lads and saying, "I wish I could be out there and helping them," you know. And they probably feel like, you know, we'll make up for that year as a unit. Yeah, absolutely. You know? How absolutely. do you feel about um? The options coming off. How do you feel about like you know? How do you feel about Origi? What do you think about the situation going forward? What do you think is coming? Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at those fringe players. I mean, words out today that Shakiri's going to Leon, and it looks like that's going to go ahead. I mean. In terms of being agreed, I think by both club and by player. So I would say that going ahead. With him, it's kind of sad to see him go because I don't think he really got a great opportunity at Liverpool. He played a couple of times and stuff like that, ball where he looked really, really like the Shakiri that we know and stuff like that. And when you see him playing for Switzerland, he's an absolute baller, you know what I mean? But it's just it's a shame he hasn't been able to break in there consistently and do what we what we would have expected him to do. But look, if he does move on, we'd wish him best to look at all because he's just to me, he's just a real happy-headed guy, you know, that kind of way. Like, can I just? Yeah, it's um, just um, it's very hard, I think, to have any influential on the first team if you're a bit power player. If you're coming on and like, you know, little spores and a few minutes here and there, like, you know, you don't probably really get to show enough. Yeah. To break into the team, do you feel if he went, then we might get an incoming because there'd be a slot for a non, 
English international then because uh, he's Swiss obviously I, I think they're working on a number of deals at the moment I said it last week on the show and stuff like that I definitely do think we'll sign at least one if not two um, I still expect Origi to go um, maybe a loan deal or it may be something but I don't expect him to be sitting on our bench this season what about um, Minamino? Minamino's an interesting one because he's had a real good pre-season and he had a real good um, time down at Southampton when he was in the side. Um, but I just think, I'm not too sure. I think, yeah, he could, be a, he could be a guy that sits on the bench, but I'm still not convinced he'll come on in terms of the, the strength of the Premier League and that, that, that sort of... You know, now that you need in a game, I don't think he has that sort of nasty cleverness about him, if you like, um, yet in terms of the Premier League. Um, I think it's all well and good when you're down in Southampton playing kind of nice ball and stuff like that. You'll kind of look good and you'll yeah. get the space and it'll suit him. But if if you're in the trenches with us the way we play that hard, fast ball, um, it might be a bit too much for him. And I think he's a bit, I think in possession at times, he can be a little bit lightweight. Um, that, that's the only thing i say about him. Other than that, he's had a real good pre-season and he certainly laid down a marker to be on the bench without a shot of a doubt. And he could come off the bench and give you something slightly different. It's whether what the difference in what he gives you is kind of what Klopp would want. Yeah. So that's, hopefully, like we'll probably be looking at for our own youth, maybe Harvey and Curtis yeah. to kind of come in and have a, a, a big kind of play part. You know, yeah. Harvey's been absolutely outstanding in pre-season, way beyond his years. Yeah, like his maturity and his his skill and his talent is there for all. It's it's terrifying. <laughs> Only eighteen, like <laughs> yeah. you know. And Curtis is the same. He's unlucky. He's after picking yeah. up a concussion, so he's out for this game. But Curtis Jones is certainly a, a player that's maturing into an outstanding player. Um, when you see his skill in midfield and stuff like that, the way he could be he could be running at two players and just you know, a simple little step over a movement of the ball and he's just gone. I seen him there last season in one of the games. He left three players just standing there with a step over and a drag back. And it's just, it's beautiful to watch. But I'd say it's, in Klopp's mind, it's not really what he likes to see. Um, not I from think, a midfield, not yeah, from air kind of. Yeah, 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 I think he likes that more workmanship type of thing rather than that yeah. kind of flair. But Curtis Jones is an outstanding player and he has a huge future at Liverpool, you know what I mean? Hopefully he'll be back after a week or so now from this concussion thing, hopefully, because uh, certainly he's yeah. one who's on the bench and one who will come on and absolutely make a huge difference in games, you know, so really looking forward to seeing Curtis Jones this season. Again, another year under his belt, another real good pre-season. He looked outstanding in pre-season as well. And the fact that he's got a concussion can only mean one thing, that he's in training at the moment, giving it an absolute 100%. Yeah. He's not shying away from man because he's obviously taking a knock to the head that's why he's out with the concussion so I look forward to him coming back as well and giving us those options in midfield you know um, I suppose the only other one is Ox um, who I think has had an outstanding pre-season um, the question is has he done enough to convince Klopp that he is an alternative to Firmino uh, potentially Yeah. I, I said it to the guys the other night on the podcast on Cheap Heat I said, I said Ox Chamberlain could be a big factor in our season this year in terms of what he could bring. I think if he if he's fit um and match fit it's and what tuned if though, in, it? it is but it's with him you know? and Keita it's always another what if um but I, I reckon both of them probably have another season there to show us what they can do and if they don't deliver this season then it'll be time to 
to move on really you know that's that, that would be my view on those two boys I think it's now or never with the both of them like I think you know if Klopp gives him that false nine role and Naby stays fit and plays well it's make or break for both of them. You know, Klopp has been extremely patient, even with the fees that have been involved. You know, he's always defended them. You know, like he's came out and said, you know, I'm happy with Naby and I'm happy with Ox. You know, he looks good. He's never come out and, you know, blasted them or anything like it. Mm. So they have to pay him back, I think, and us with performances and hopefully goals and assists, you know, contribution. Yeah, I had a, I had a quick look at the betting today and the, the betting really tells the tale and that's without knowing the players that are visible. Norwich at home are nine to one. The draws twenty six to five, and Liverpool are one to three on. Um, so that'll tell you how heavily favoured we are and stuff like that. And that's notwithstanding the problems that Norwich currently have outside of the squad, yeah. the, the lineup that we mentioned. You know, I looked at some stats that were interesting today as well. Um, Norwich has scored eighty three percent of games last season. Now, that 83% seems like a huge percentage. Our one is 89%, so we scored an 89, 89% of the games we played in last season. But for them to be at 83, my thinking is a lot of that percentage is down to Buendia. Um, and I Buendia don't think... is, you know, if you turn your mind back to Coutinho, yeah. unlocking stuff, assists, goals, yeah. creativity, you know, he's basically like, you know, when they're going forward, we're Cantwell even involved as well, but Buendia is the one, he can make things happen. And I'm sure a lot of that contribution, I'm sure over well over 50% was Buendia involved. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Without Buendia, that 83% comes, becomes about 55 maybe 59% or something like that. Yeah, so it definitely takes that. its toll on that 100%. Yeah. You know, he was well too good for the championship. And now with disrespect to Norwich, he deserves his move to Villa. Yeah. You know, and I hope he does well. He's a very, very bright future ahead of him. But Norwich, at this, as well as, no disrespect to Buendia, but this is a different level. Them yeah. percentages are going to be dropped anyway, you would feel. We're doing 89 in the in the toughest league. And we we didn't have a great season, albeit as well. You yeah. know, the, the forward line wasn't exactly a Makalip like really, you know, yeah. and Jota when he was. Yeah. The other one that surprised me today that I seen, I seen the stat today on Diogo Jota, he was the third best striker in the league last year, minutes per goal record, um, which I thought was outstanding considering the, the problems that we had in the team and, yeah, yeah. and and the fact that he was out so much and stuff like that. And all. But obviously when he was on the pitch, he was doing yeah. the business and he was outstanding, I think, in the first, what was it, first two, two and a half months or something like that. He was always, on fire. He was always there, you know, he's yeah. always picking up them spots and, you know, just his intelligence and his, his awareness of where to kind of be. And I'm sure, you know, he obviously lost a bit of a true injury and I'm sure he's just as fired up as well. He's been a great sign. Like, as, as value for money, you know, he literally came in and hit the ground running. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure he felt that when he came in, you know, the three lads, that he didn't want to just be in as a backup. You know, he wanted to stake his claim and I'm sure Klopp seen that. And as we did as well, he did exactly what he came in to do. He wasn't sitting around and if I get a chance, I'll take it. Like, he looks very, you know, I want to be starting this, you know what I mean? This is probably, I would say, probably the perfect game to bet the players back in, really, isn't it? Um, In terms of how how it has turned out. And I think it's a real opportunity for Klopp as well, probably to make a few subs as well, because I I see this being pretty comfortable. I hope I'm not wrong now, but I see this being pretty comfortable. Um, What's your prediction on it? What are you thinking? 
Yeah, I do agree with you based on everything. And, you know, maybe looking at this another time, maybe, or with other circumstances, it could have been a potential banana skin. But if you take everything for a whole, like I think we could absolutely rinse these and make changes as well. No disrespect to them. Yeah. But I think this could be an opening game of dreams in a sense that we win come to pass one, you know, albeit be professional. But, you know, Virgil can come off maybe to the 60, 70, maybe another good hour for him in the legs, you know, maybe introduce Konate while all speed being comfortable. Yeah. Um, depending on who goes up front, will he, will he say to Ox, you know, I'm going to throw you one up there in the number nine, see how you do for 20 minutes, albeit being professional again. Um, will he manage Naby? Again, if, if the game is going well, will he will he kind of like look at Abby and say, you know, I'm gonna just keep him keep him intact, maybe bring Milner on just to kind of shore things up a bit, keep Nabby's legs. I'm gonna go prediction. I'm gonna go four nil. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking um, four. I do think we're gonna be comfortable. I'm gonna go two for Salah. I'm gonna go one for Mane. And I'm gonna go if Ox comes in and plays a part, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he does get into positions and can shoot. Yeah. I'll give him the benefit and if he does make an appearance, I'll give him the goal to wrap it up and make it four. But I'm going to go four in Liverpool. I'm going to go with a spread of goals around the team. So I'm going <laughs> to go with one for Salah, one for Mane. I'm going to go with a free kick for Trent and I'm going yes. to go with a <laughs> header for Virgil off a corner or a set piece. And um, that would be for me the perfect start to the season. That's exactly what I want. Um, some people might call that ambitious, but we are Liverpool Football Club, and we ain't gonna let this slip without a shadow no. of a doubt. Um, this is a prime opportunity for us to lay down a marker this season and get off running. Um, I think um, we could go about our business kind of quietly because no one really expects anything really from us around us. So mm. we can just go out and play our ball and. You know, get people back and get get back the unity and the kind of the sharpness and stuff. While everyone might be kind of overly focused on the likes of Chelsea, City, and United, we're not to be dismissed by any means. But you know what I mean. I'm not saying that as a Liverpool fan. I'm saying that as a football fan. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for the headlines to be Grealish, Kane, and Lukaku and yeah. all that, and we just slowly get off away with our business and stuff like that under the radar let us get four five six games under our belt and then they can start talking about us um but yeah pleasure as always craig dynamo podcast network on youtube for episodes of the show this has been your norwich liverpool preview with us on the shankly sessions coming to you every single week if you want to contact the show of course you could drop your comments into the episode on youtube or you can hit us up at Session Shankly on Twitter, or you can hit us up at the upper tier on Facebook and Instagram. Craig, talk to you again real soon, mate. Thanks, much.